0: This is Franchise Friday, a short episode designed to talk all things franchising. As a listener of the Path to Freedom podcast, you know you wanna take control of your life and create more freedom for yourself. But have you ever stopped to consider franchise ownership as an avenue for doing just that? Owning a franchise means you're in business for yourself, but not by yourself. And it can be a great way to become a first-time business owner or even for a seasoned entrepreneur to expand their portfolio and break into a new business. But where do you even start? I know firsthand how overwhelming of a process it can be to figure out which franchise companies are good, which ones might be a good fit for you, and how to go about vetting them. And that's exactly what I'll be talking about in these episodes. I'll be detailing the methodical process I use with my consulting clients to help them navigate what would typically be an overwhelming process. There's an art to finding the right franchise for you and conducting a thorough investigation and that's what I'll be unpacking on Franchise Fridays. Thanks for tuning in. Let's drop in. Hello, hello. What's up everyone and welcome to another episode of Franchise Friday. Hope life is good for you. Thanks for tuning in. In today's episode, I want to talk about the big fat Ugly elephant in the room. I want to talk about the F word. That's right. There's going to be a lot of F words flying all over the place this episode. So buckle up for that. The F word I want to talk about today is fear. Yes, fear is a natural part of the process when you are looking at making a big decision, looking at making an, a life altering decision, looking at leveling up like you are when it comes to buying a franchise. So fear is something that we have to talk about. In fact, when I'm working with my consulting clients, we talk about this right out of the gate because it happens to every single person that goes through this process. It happens to every single person that starts a business, whether it's a franchise or not. There's a lot of fear involved. It's human nature. It's human nature the way our our brains are wired to Anytime we start getting out of our comfort zone for our mind to start telling us that we shouldn't, and that's a good thing in a lot of cases, right? It's the reason we don't jump out of a moving car, right? Because we're scared and we're scared for good reason because we don't want to get hurt. We don't want to die doing something stupid, right? So fear works in our favor in many, many instances, but fear can also work against us. Fear can hold us back from making the moves we know we need to make in order to create the life that we really want for ourselves and for our families. So I think it's important to understand and be able to distinguish between fears that are realistic, fears that are unrealistic, and then also you know, weigh your options because the the fact of the matter is if you're going to do something like buy a franchise, there are going to be fears that are realistic. So it's a matter of processing through that and understanding the risk, understanding the upside, understanding the downside and figuring out whether or not those fears are worth pushing through. But in all the years that I've been working in franchising and working with people to help them get into business for themselves through a franchise, unfortunately, I've seen a lot of people be stopped. uh, Stopped from doing what they know in their hearts they really want to do and that they need to do, uh, but they let fear stop them. Uh, You've heard me talk in so many of the podcast episodes. So far, about what I call FUD, fear, uncertainty, and doubt. But really, at the end of it all, FUD, the uncertainty and the doubt part, it all boils down to fear. Right. And if you tuned into the episode with Brian Scudamore, where he talked about his book, Willing to Fail, you know, the biggest thing that scares people about failure is the fear of it, the fear of failing right? So that's very much at play. Anytime you're looking at making a big decision, like investing in a franchise business, what if I fell? You know, there's a lot of what ifs that, that are usually the basis of our fear. And so that's why I wanted to tackle this topic, the F word, because as I've already said, it, it can hold people back from making what could be a very positive change, a very positive move in their life and you know, be a huge step in helping them create the life of their dreams. So you know, I don't wanna see people get ambushed or, or get paralyzed by fear. That being said, as as I've also already mentioned, fear plays a pivotal role in protecting us as well. So I also don't wanna see people just blindly push through any fear that they may be experiencing and make a really bad decision that could hurt them. You know, in the case of what we're talking about here with investing in franchises, it could be, you know, a, a bad financial decision. Uh, you know, if you've been tuning into these episodes of Franchise Friday, you've heard me explain the very thorough, very methodical process that one should go through when trying to find a franchise business that's a good fit for them when vetting that franchise business doing your due diligence to understand the business understand you know what the financial opportunity could look like but it also what you as the franchise owner would have to do to realize that financial opportunity so the last thing i want is for people to just you know make a bad decision and say well you know i was scared but i you know have always heard that you shouldn't let fear hold you back well In some cases, you should. Going back to my example of the moving car, you should absolutely let fear hold you back from actually jumping out of that moving car. So, the same applies when you're thinking about starting a business or investing in a franchise. If you really do not feel confident that a franchise business is the right fit for you, whatever the reason may be, you don't see that there is a strong likelihood that you could see a good return on your investment you don't think you would be happy doing it you don't think that you have the necessary skill set to be successful in that particular franchise and these things scare you then don't do it listen to that fear but on the flip side of that and this is where you know i get frustrated from time to time because i've seen it happen so many times is that people find what they feel confident is a good fit for them in a franchise. They feel confident in, you know, everything that we've talked about in these franchise Friday episodes. But guess what? That confidence, no matter how strong it may be that a particular franchise business is the right fit for you, it's never going to completely eliminate the fear. Right? Like as I've already said, it's just human nature. I mean, we recently launched our second franchise business, and guess what? We were scared. (laughs) You know, still a little bit of that going on from time to time, right? It's normal, right? But it wasn't our first time. I've been involved in franchising for a long time. I've helped a lot of people go through the exact same process that we just went through for the second time, and there was still quite a bit of fear, and what I've learned just through listening to other people that have been through this, Uh, through my own experience, is that so much of the fear that we experience when making a big decision like this is just made up. It's imaginary. It's our mind conjuring up scenarios that, in a lot of cases, are very, very unlikely to ever play out. But it's doing that in an effort to keep us where we are, to keep us comfortable, because that's how we're wired, to not take risks, to stay comfortable because comfortable is safe. But I don't have to tell any of you out there listening that you know if you really want to take control of your life, if you really want to create freedom for yourself, you can't play it safe. You can't stay where you are today. Right? You have to consistently be learning, growing, leveling up. And you can't do any of those things staying in your comfort zone, staying right where you are. So this fear, understanding your fear, where it's coming from, and whether it's realistic or not, is such a key component to this this whole process. And this applies to so much in life and business well beyond just franchising. So this is important. This is something that we have to get comfortable with experiencing this fear, and we have to figure out when and how to push through it and proceed with doing the things that we know we need to do to build the life that we want, even though it's scary and it makes us uncomfortable. It can even be painful at times. So, you know, I'm just going to, I guess, talk a little bit about some of the things that I've found to work for me, some of the things that I know have worked for other people that I've worked with, uh, and even just, you know, people that I've read and and learned from. So, I mean, the first thing is, and it goes back to something I've talked a lot about on the podcast, which is just understanding what you can control and what you cannot control. There's always going to be things outside of our control in business. I don't care what the business is and so i think a big part of this is just getting comfortable knowing that you will not have complete control understanding what are the things that that you can control and then feeling confident in your ability to control those things to the point where you're able to see the outcome that you want in your business and then also being comfortable that the things outside of your control there's not so many of these things that, you know, it, it makes the opportunity too risky. So, you know, there's always going to be things like the economy, right? What happens if we go into another, you know, big dip or recession? You know, there's always the government, right? There's always, well, what happens if they increase taxes for business owners? What happens if a new administration comes in that's not as friendly to small business owners? all realistic, but at the same time, you know, are those things, number one, likely to happen? Number two, if they do, are they, you know, really going to have that big of an impact? Well, it all kind of depends. It depends on the business that you're in. There's plenty of businesses that, you know, do very well in recessions. There's plenty of businesses that, you know, really don't show much fluctuation regardless of who's in office or, you know, the, the you know, what's going on in the tax law so you know there's there's always these uncontrollables right so it's just a matter of getting comfortable focusing on and developing a mindset really of focusing on what you can control and not letting the things outside of your control paralyze you through fear and just through you know not being able to take action because there's always going to be uncontrollables if you let that stop you then you might as well not even get started in the first place so that's I think one thing is just kind of a mindset shift. The second thing is you need to really like take the time to to sit down and process what it is that's actually scaring you because you know usually in particular to investigating a franchise and I talked a little bit about this in my last episode talking about discovery days like there's a lot going on at this point in the process. Right? I mean there's a lot going on emotionally there's a lot going on you know inside your mind that you're trying to process so you know you may be feeling fear but you got to usually sit down and kind of really process you know where does that fear come from you know what what exact things are causing you to feel this way and once you do that then you can start kind of methodically processing through it because what you need to do is really try to boil it down to All right, this is what's scaring me about making this decision, and these aspects of it are realistic. These ones are wildly unrealistic. And usually, if you sit down and actually do that, you'll realize that a lot of the the fears that your mind is conjuring up are not very realistic. (laughs) You know, like what happens if I open this new business, and you know, I put all this money into building out a you know, beautiful storefront. And, and uh, before I even get open, like a tornado comes and knocks the whole thing down. Well, number one, you're likely going to have insurance, especially if it's a franchise, because that's going to be a standard step in the onboarding process. Uh, So, you know, unfortunate, yes, of course. But, you know, is it going to be the ruin of you? Very unlikely. And also, what are the odds that a tornado drops down and hits your exact location? Sure, it could happen. But, to me, not a reason to not do a business that I think is a great opportunity for me. So and that's, you know, just one example, but it's and it may seem kind of extreme, but it's really not because, as I said, usually a lot of this fear that we experience is just, you know, complete figments of our imagination and it's so unrealistic. And, and we also usually tend to drastically over exaggerate what the worst case scenario is. So I think it's, you know, once you've identified what's actually causing the fear, you'll realize a lot of it's unrealistic. It's probably over-exaggerated in your mind in terms of what's most likely to happen, even in a worst-case scenario. And so then you can kind of start saying, all right, well, yeah, this is making me feel scared, and I'm experiencing fear because of these things, but... Now that I've sat down and processed some of it, a lot of it's not even realistic in the first place. So that usually becomes a little easier to move past. But then, of course, you are going to have fears that are more realistic. All right? well, what happens if I start this business and I don't get off to as fast of a start as I'm thinking I could? Well, what happens then? You know, am I going to have enough money saved up to you know, cover my expenses until the business can start actually generating some income for me. That's probably one of the most common fear factors with franchising is just can I weather the ramp up? Right, but there's ways to get comfortable with that. And, and I think part of this whole process is understanding your upside, but also understanding your downside, right? And if it's a situation where, you know, you don't have very much saved up and you don't feel confident that you're going to be able to start generating an income soon enough to then start being able to cover your just normal living expenses, then, then you know, maybe that's a realistic fear that, That tells you you shouldn't do that business. It does not necessarily mean that you shouldn't do a business. It just may mean that that particular business is not the right fit for you, or it could mean that the timing's not right. Maybe you need to save up a little more money before you make that transition. You know, timing definitely does play a role in all of this, but I can tell you this, it's kind of like with having a kid, (laughs) you're never going to feel like the timing's exactly perfect. Uh, and usually that's fear at the root of all of that, right? There's always going to be a million reasons not to do something like start a business and timing is an easy, you know, excuse to make honestly, but you know, so identifying unrealistic fears, realistic fears. Once you kind of understand these realistic fears, then as I've already kind of alluded to start playing it out. Okay. Well, what happens if, if, you know, my fear actually plays out here? Okay. Okay uh what's the likelihood that it does maybe it's 50-50 maybe it's 60-40 whatever it is okay then what does that actually look like what does that actually mean and and how bad is it realistically going to be because again it's usually not going to be as bad as whatever the worst case scenario that we're imagining is and and i've really Gone through this process, I did a Mindset Monday episode about this fear setting exercise that I learned from Tim Ferriss. So I'll link that episode in the show notes. I'm not going to go through all of it now, but it would be worth a listen if you haven't heard it already, because his exercise is really exactly what I'm explaining right now. And it's a, a phenomenal exercise to really process through and rationalize some of the fears that you're likely to experience. Uh, as you go through a process like this. So, you know, just kind of play play each realistic fear out. What's the likelihood that it happens? If it were to happen, what's kind of, you know, the the likely scenario that that then puts me in? And then you play it out even further and you say, okay, then what do I need to do to come back from it? All right? Because the other thing we tend to overlook when it comes to our fears is, okay, let's say that that fear does play out. Let's say that that fear is as bad as we think it's going to be when it does play out. We don't usually then go on to think about, well, what do we do to make it right? What do we do to get back? What do we do to even go beyond where we were before? And again, if you didn't catch the episode with Brian Scudamore, absolutely listen to that and read his book, Willing to Fell. Because, you know, as he gave so many examples from his own career, but also you know just other examples so rarely in business do you make a bad decision that you can't double back and then make it right so again this fear of failure is what holds so many people back but once you make the mindset shift of realizing that failure is actually a tool that we can use because we can learn from our failures and then you keep getting better and better right so same thing applies with all this fear that we're experiencing as we you know go through making a big decision like this because a lot of the fear is the fear of failure and we overestimate it we make it seem way more dramatic in our heads than it usually is so if you get comfortable knowing that yeah you know I, some of these fears probably you know will play out at least to some extent but if and when they do if we fall through it, I then have a strategy to, to get myself back on track and then we've learned from it. So then we're not going to make that same mistake again. You know, that, that same thing that we were scared of probably doesn't scare us as much anymore because we've already had it happen. We realized it wasn't that bad. You know, it didn't stop us all together and we've learned from it. So we keep getting better and better as we go. But that's, that's a hard thing, you know, to get comfortable with. It's a mindset shift that you have to make. So, anyways, this you know, this kind of fear-setting, uh, you know, exercise, I think, is very important. Um, you know, or at least some variation of that, to you know, really sit down and understand, you know, what's actually causing the fear, and then processing through it. And again, I'm not encouraging people to, you know, go do something where they've clearly identified that there's too many reasons not to do it, but just make sure you understand what the reasons are. And, you know, you just don't see a way that it makes sense to do it. You know, and so this is all internal fear that we've been talking about, right? But there's definitely another type of fear that people experience, you know, as they're going through this process, and that's external fear, right? It usually comes in the form of what I like to call an ambush. It's a lot of times comes from the place that you might least expect it to. It's it's your friends, it's your family members, it's your neighbors, it's people you, you know, interact with uh, in in some form or fashion. Once they hear that, oh, you're going to buy a franchise, then they start projecting all types of fear on you. And this type of fear is even usually way more uh, unrealistic because they haven't been through the same process that you have been. They haven't you know, been spending months going through this very thorough investigative process to understand the business opportunity in front of you to weigh the pros and the cons and just to learn everything that you've learned. So they're usually coming completely out of left field with their recommendations, right? And everyone loves to give advice, right? Everyone loves to give you their opinion. And so everyone's going to have one. Don't think that they won't. And again, it'll surprise you a lot of times where some of the naysayers are coming from. A lot of times it's the people closest to you. And, and there's several reasons, you know, why they might discourage you from doing something like a franchise. I mean, the first reason is they are genuinely coming from a good place, right? They don't want to see you get hurt. Again, they haven't been through the extensive process that you have and done all the research that you have. So they're not educated on what it is that you're looking to do. Uh, So they're just coming from a good place. Hey, what if you lose some money? What if, you know, something really bad happens? I don't want to see anything bad happen to you. Uh, So maybe you just play it safe and you stay where you are. Uh, The second place that it comes from though is, I was talking with my wife about this the other night, because this is something that we've seen a lot of since we got into business for ourselves and have, you know, constantly, constantly been trying to grow our our business and adding other businesses. Um, There's people that will discourage you. And their reason for doing so is because when they see you making moves, when they see you taking steps to level up, proactively putting in the work, making the hard decisions to create the life that you want, it makes them realize that they're not doing that themselves and it makes them feel bad. It makes them feel bad about themselves. It makes them, you know, self-conscious of the fact that they don't have the type of guts that you do. And so what do they do? They try to drag you back down to where they are. And for most people this happens at like the subconscious level, right? So I'm not saying that like, you know, you're, you're, uncle who's a great guy hears that you're doing a franchise and you know he always thought about owning a business and never did so now you're making him feel a little bit bad about himself then he's going to intentionally try to sabotage it usually that's happening at much more of a subconscious level so that is kind of what's happening but he's not necessarily doing it intentionally all right so kind of a rabbit hole I went down there but just wanted to make that clear I mean I'm not saying that you know people even when they are coming at you that you know from this uh this place of kind of feeling bad about themselves for not taking risk, it's not always like meant to to be hurtful or to sabotage you it's sometimes just subconsciously that's their reaction, and then there's always you know just the the person that wants to sound like an expert, even when they're not right that's the well, hey, I had a neighbor who had a neighbor. Uh, and 17 years ago he invested in a franchise and the company went bankrupt. So you should not invest in a franchise. <laughs> you know, that's like saying, hey, I know someone one time that went to this restaurant, like, I don't know, I think it was six or seven years ago, and they got food poisoning. So you should not eat at restaurants. <laughs> you know, that's pretty much what that's like. It's like, okay, you know, people have failed in franchise businesses. I understand that. There's so many different reasons that someone could fail in a franchise business. And I can tell you this, it's not usually that it's the business's fault. It usually has a lot more to do with the franchisee, the owner of the business, not all the time, but normally more times than not, I guess I should say. So anyways, uh, you know, there's, there's different sources of external fear that can potentially derail you or keep you from, you know, making the moves that you know you need to make. So recognizing that, understanding when it's happening and why. And so, I mean, two pieces of advice on that, and these this is just from our personal experience over the last several years because, you know, we have definitely experienced this, still do. Um, either one, you know, one option is just, you know, don't, don't spread it around to everyone. I'm not saying don't talk to anyone about it, but like know who you can really trust. Know whose opinion you can really value when it comes to something like starting a business and share it with them. But you don't have to be you know, spreading it all over social media and telling everyone that this is what you're doing because then you're just kind of inviting the naysayers and you're, you're opening the floodgates for, for all the BS, really, is what you're doing. So, you know, be strategic in who you talk to these things about and, you know, surround yourself with people that have similar aspirations and similar goals to you because they are much less likely to to be the naysayers. They're going to be the ones saying, hell yeah, go get it. Go make it happen. They're going to be your cheerleaders. And the second thing you can do when the naysayers start chattering in your ear is just be prepared. You know be prepared with the information that you need to be able to communicate back to them explaining why this is something that makes sense for you to do and why you're planning to do it and then just kind of shut it down before they really even have a chance to get started. So, I mean, think of it almost as like having a short elevator pitch for, you know, why you're going to go into business for yourself and and even why this particular franchise Why that industry? Why that business? Because again, everyone's an expert. Everyone's got an opinion. Be like, oh, you're going into the custom shelving business? Wow. I knew someone one time, they had a shelf that fell down and it broke their foot and they sued the company that put the shelf in. So uh, I don't think that's a good good industry to go into. Like, Okay, well, thank you for that insight. But I've actually been researching this franchise for three to four months. I've talked to like 10 different franchisees. Not a single one's ever had a lawsuit filed against them. So I like my odds. If it happens, that's unfortunate. We'll cross that bridge if we ever get to it. But from all the extensive research I've done, I I don't anticipate that being an issue. You know, just shut it down before it gets started. And I'm using some silly examples, I realize, but (laughs) this is not that unrealistic. Like this is the type of stuff you'll get from people cuz you know everyone just wants to share like the one whatever it is whatever business it is you tell them that you're doing they're going to like search their mind for any ties that they have anything to do with that business and then they're going to share that experience with you cuz it makes them feel important like they have something to contribute they hear you talking about you know making these huge moves in your life like starting a business and they're like well You know, I need to sound important. So uh, let me offer some of my advice on this business. What's, you know, maybe one thing I could potentially speak to about this particular business or industry? So, anyways, again, speaking from personal experience, just be prepared. Know your why, know your reason, right? I mean, it goes back to what we talked about in the very first episodes of Franchise Friday before you ever start looking at a specific franchise uh, or even a specific industry, like really get clear on your why, right? Why do you want to own a business? What is that going to help you accomplish in your life that you could not do if you were working a job for working for someone else, right? So when you start getting the naysayers and the bullshit from them, just circle back to your why, this is why I'm doing this. this is why I'm willing to take this risk. This is why I'm willing to invest in myself. This is why I'm willing to put in the work that's going to be necessary to be successful. and this is why I think this is the business that gives me the best shot at doing that, or this is how this business is allow is going to allow me to accomplish this why that I just explained to you. so be prepared and then you know. Uh, be prepared to, you know, in some cases, cut ties with people that are just going to insist on trying to hold you back and hold you down. And this will happen; uh, it really will. Um, and not just with franchise businesses, obviously. Like if you're motivated to grow and to, you know, really make something of your life and and to create a, a bigger and better life than what you have right now. Uh, you're going to end up having to cut ties with people. like Not necessarily in a, hey, never talk to me again kind of way, but in a, hey, we don't hang out with them every single Saturday anymore because we're just not headed in the same direction. So it's just something to kind of mentally prepare you for because all of this external noise, it that's external fear, right? Or the noise they're creating creates more fear for you which then feeds that internal fear that you're already dealing with, <laughs> right? So it just, it snowballs, man. So do your best to protect yourself from it. And I'm not saying don't listen to outside advice, but just be very careful about whose advice you're willing to take and, and, and take advice from someone that's qualified on the subject matter That they're advising you on. Like I have relatives that are in the medical profession, right? I have relatives that are very successful entrepreneurs. Right. So if I'm considering having a, you know, operation of some sort, because it's been recommended to me, I'm gonna probably consult with those of my relatives that have extensive experience in the medical field. And I'm probably not gonna go to my uncle that you know, started a very successful multi-million dollar business, but doesn't know anything about the medical field, right? And then vice versa. When it comes to an entrepreneurial advice, who do you think I'm going to? So you get my point. Um, Just be prepared for these things because it'll blindside you. And and if it blindsides you, then it's just going to derail you even further. So the last thing I want to talk about, the last type of fear that you should be experiencing as you go through this process and I want to reiterate all of this is normal you know if you were to tell me uh hey I'm about to invest in this franchise and I ask you how you're feeling and you tell me feel great I'm calling BS I'm gonna say you don't have any any nerves going around you don't have any you know crazy ideas bouncing around your head no 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 fud at all and you were to tell me no I'd I'd Tell you you're either lying to me or you're not human. So this is all normal, and this is a healthy, good part of this process because it's kind of like, because I would say for most people, this fear really starts becoming more prevalent as you near the end of the process. So that's why we're talking about it right now different people experience fear to different degrees in different ways at different points in the process. Usually there's, there's multiple times or it's just a constant, but it's usually towards the end of this process where it's all kind of culminating and it's all kind of coming towards, you know, making that decision. Either I sign and I go to work or I don't sign and I go back to work for someone else. So, Again, that's why we're talking about it right here. So this is, this is all good. You just need to make sure that you understand what's happening and have some tools to process it all and not let unnecessary, unrealistic fear keep you from doing what you should be doing. All right, so the third type of fear that you should be experiencing, however, it's interesting that not nearly as many people experience this type of fear uh, as the as do the the internal and the external fears that we've already talked about this is the fear of regret you know but if if the internal fear the external fear if those are necessary helpful uh, parts of this process, then so should this third part this third fear the fear of regret. Right, Not nearly enough people stop to think through, okay, I've already kind of thought about what happens if this goes wrong. If I do this and it goes wrong, I've thought, I've thought a lot about all the different scenarios that, that could cause this to go wrong. People don't spend enough time thinking about what if I don't try? What if I don't make this move right now? What then? what happens if I just stay where I am? You know, most people start this process for a reason, right? Most people start this process because they're in one place in their life and they know they're trying to get somewhere else, right? They know they have a different destination that they're trying to get to and, you know, that's pretty much always a better destination than where they currently are. So make sure you take the time to think about What happens if I don't, what happens if I'm not willing to battle myself? What happens if I'm in the exact same spot in my life five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now? Because guess what? If you let fear paralyze you at this point, it's going to be easier for fear to paralyze you the next time opportunity arises. And the time after that, it builds on itself once you let your mind win against you when it comes to the FUD, the fear, the uncertainty, the doubt, then it becomes easier and easier to lose that battle every single time. I think that was the biggest mindset shift that I made uh, and been probably the biggest thing that's helped me push through a lot of fear to make big moves and it's paid off. You know, and it it pays off for so many people, right? Yes, there's risk in starting a business. There's risk in investing money, you know, whether that's taking out a loan and investing money or tapping into your hard-earned savings and investing it. Sure, there's risk, but if you go through this process the right way, You drastically eliminate the risk. And at the end of the day, you're betting on yourself. But there's also so much risk in just staying put, staying where you are. And so the biggest mindset shift I made, and I know countless other people have made it as well, is they say, hey, this risk that I'm taking, this risk of starting a business and betting on me, that's far less risky than coming to the end of my life one day and having just so much regret because I never did bet on me. That's risky to me. Anyways, I, you know, I could talk about this for, and I realize I've been kind of rambling through all of this. I had a bunch of notes typed out and I kind of just decided to to just talk because this is something I see all the time I've experienced. And I mean, it's, it's such a prevalent part of this whole process. So it's neat. It's something that you need to think about something that you need to, you know, make sure you understand where it's coming from and then just make sure you put yourself in a position to get past the fear, to bet on yourself. You know, if it's something that you feel confident you should do, you don't want to, you know, let, let fear hold you back from, you know, doing what you know you should do to create the life that you want. So I hope this is helpful. Share this with someone else that might get value from it. You know, I'm happy to spend more time talking with you about, you know, how I've been able to, you know, push the, and it doesn't, I mean, it, it, maybe it gets a little bit easier, but it's always going to be there, right? So this is something I go through. This is something every successful entrepreneur goes through. I mean, look, most of the, Uh, people I interview on the podcast are far more successful than I am yet. They've all talked about it. They've all had it. right. So this is normal. Just, uh, you know, don't let it, don't let it derail you. Don't let it stop you from charting your own path to freedom. So again, hope this was helpful. Please share with anyone else that it might help. And uh, thanks for tuning in. Hope everyone has a fantastic rest of your week and we will talk to you next time. Go drop in. Thanks for dropping in with me to this episode of Franchise Friday. I hope you learned something new. If you're interested in speaking with me about how you can start charting your own path to freedom through franchise ownership, I'd love to have a conversation. I provide a free consulting service to help people just like you identify and investigate franchise businesses that will help them create freedom in their own lives. And I'd love to help you with the same. You can visit my website at www.path.com the number two frdm.com or send me an email at wes at path the number two frdm.com make sure to tune in to next week's episodes of the path to freedom podcast and follow or subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform and if you know someone else that would get value from this please take a moment to share with them until next time go drop in